to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. It's risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Everyone has a different opinion, but you are the Son of God. You are the Savior of the world. You are the way, the truth, the life. Who is Jesus? He's the Savior. To university, you never drove a car, you never traveled 200 miles from home. The people want to know who is Jesus, he is a savior.
never had a child, but we were all your children. You never had a bank account, but you made us all rich. All power belongs to you. Oh, yes, oh. He's the Savior. He's the Savior. He is the way. The only way to Put your hands together again for our sister, Maria. Do you believe that Jesus is the savior of the world? Is that not the very reason that we're gathered here in today's service? We haven't gathered on a Sunday for well over a year. But today, I said today. Oh, you're not excited. I said today. By the grace of God, we've seen a pandemic. Tell your neighbor, I've seen a pandemic. I've been through COVID. I've been through ups and downs. I've been through lockdowns. But by the grace of God, I am here today. I'm alive. I can jump. I can shout for Jesus. I can give a shout of praise. And I'm happy to be here. Take your seats. I'm just tripping that you're still alive. So, um, we've actually come to one of my favorite points in the service. I haven't been able to announce that for well over a year. But it's testimony time! And I've got a beautiful, amazing phenomenal, sensational, touching, life-altering, powerful, deep testimony for you today. Let's welcome our sister, Marini! Marini! 
Wowza. So, um, yes, why not? No problem. So, tell us who you are and what constituency you're from. Hi, everyone. My name is Marini, and I'm part of the district constituency. Wow. Do we have any people from the district line? Can I get a whoop-whoop? Okay. I can see your actions are interesting. No problem. <laughs> so, Marini... Tell us what your testimony is about. So my testimony is about how God delivered me from polycystic ovary um, syndrome, also known as PCOS. Wow. So I think before we launch in, how many of you have heard of PCOS before? Okay. So a lot of you haven't. So maybe tell us a bit about what PCOS is. Um, So in layman's terms, it's when you have a lot of cysts around your ovaries. And um, some of the symptoms are irregular periods, weight gain. Um, you start to have like male hormones. So you could even have a beard and a deep voice. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and what are some of the long-term implications? Um, so the major one is infertility. Okay. So in your case, what happened? How did it start? So in my case, it was just at the beginning of lockdown. Um, I had my period as normal. Then um, it went on for two months, but I, I tried to ignore it. Hey! <laughs> We've all done GCSE science, haven't we? You know that it's not supposed to last that long. How many of you know you passed and you know? Okay, no problem. So then um, I just went to the doctors and then um, they ran a few tests and a few scans. But as time was... Thank you. (laughs) They ran a few tests and a few scans. And um, as time was going on, it was just getting very heavy and heavy. Um, I remember they were just, it was just so much blood that I just used to sleep a lot. Um, I just was just lost for five months straight, yes. heavy bleeding. So when they ran the test, did they tell you, did yes. they confirm Yes, that? so they confirmed that I actually had it. So um, I remember the turning point for me was when um, one of the flow prayers, Prophet actually prayed against diseases like this, and he told us to lay hands. And I believed then I actually did it, and every single day I took communion. And I actually don't remember when it stopped. I cannot pinpoint when or what even happened. But before my last scan, uh, my doctor said, um, I can't seem to find anything. I was like, yeah, yeah. Wow. I thought you'd be clapping by now. Do you know, when she told me about this testimony before today, she actually said that the doctor, he said that there's no history. There's no history. Like, I, we were both smiling. I was like, yeah. So it's as if it was never there. There was nothing there. I think it's a good place to cut for Jesus. Your diseases and your issues will also be as though they were never there in the name of Jesus. So Marini, what do you want to say to everybody that's heard this wonderful testimony? How would you encourage us? So um, if you're a female and you're going through something like this, just believe that God will actually heal you because it's possible. And also take the flow prayers very seriously. If prophet tells you to lay hands, do it because um, I never knew something like this will happen. And um, I just really thank God for it now. By the grace wow, of God. clap your hands for Marini. The flow prayers are working. For those of us who have been waking up um, and praying. Eesh, it's not easy. Just ask your neighbor quickly, have you, do, do you wake up for flow? You've been flowing in your dreams. Yeah. Hmm. I hope you saw the announcement that is, is coming. So let's, let's make sure we're awake. Well, on that wonderful note, I've got another wonderful song ministration for you. So I want you to put your hands together and welcome our sister, 
Moreni K to give us a powerful song ministration.
Jesus, Lord. I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be your favorite child. I want to please you, Lord. This world is so
most important part of today's service, the best part of today's service. How many of you were flowing online last week? Give me a wave. You remember that um, Prophet was telling us that we shouldn't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. How many of you remember you were there, you were watching live? Well, today we have an opportunity to put that message into practice because we've assembled on a Sunday for the first time in over a year. occurred to me that it's true. This is our first Sunday. No, I had forgotten about that. God forgive me, but it's true. The last Sunday we met was in 2020? In March. Wow. Father, we thank you for preserving us and bringing us back. Amen. Are you not grateful that you haven't backslidden? And even if you backslid, you have front slid or front slided to be to be here 
It's a great blessing and a great honor. We thank God that he saved us, he kept us, and he preserved us. What a blessing, what an honor. Well, so we hear the word of God, and um, I believe that we will be blessed. Are you here? Is your mind here? Okay. Well, um, what do I want to share with you? I want to share with you about the anointing. So, because we must be Holy Spirit people. Must be anointing people. How many of you realize that it's not easy to be Holy Spirit influenced and controlled and even to sustain it and to maintain it? Isn't it? Especially when you have an active flesh. How many of you have active flesh? Or should I say active fleshes? Yes, when your flesh seems to be doing a lot. And you seem to know so much about your flesh. But I want us to be Holy Spirit people. So, I'll be sharing with you from the book, Flow in the Anointing. Flow in the Anointing. So that you will have... Have we started having these noises in first love? God has blessed us, you know. Yes. We have really been promoted. God, we thank you that we hear babies crying in our service. Once upon a time, it was skinny boys and skinny girls. Yes, walking around and going for carnivals. But God has blessed us. We can hear babies crying in our service. It's such a, such a great... Ah. Christ some more, baby, Christ some more. We like it. It's, it's a great blessing. It's not a great blessing. But it also shows that you are growing up, you know. <laughs> Those of you uh, skinny boys and skinny girls following me to different cities. Preaching now. You have babies, crying babies. Wow. Anyway, it's a blessing. No problem. What was I saying? Holy Spirit people. Holy Spirit people, Holy Spirit people. So you can flow. As I was sharing with you, from flow in the anointing, yes. So we flow. When you say flow in the anointing, what we mean is operating in the anointing. When you say operating in the anointing, what it means is functioning in the anointing. When you say functioning in the anointing, what we mean is operating in the anointing. (laughs) Yes. Moving and functioning in the anointing and by the anointing. And you know, Sometimes when you don't know about some things, you are not even conscious of it. You, don't, you may not even recognize it or notice what it is. And um, it, it pays, you know, it pays to be real with the Holy Spirit because he's real. He's a real person. To know him, to flow with him, to flow with him, and to flow with what um, he's doing. You know, like some people say, when, 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 if you want to really know the Holy Spirit, you have to think of him as a real person. Because he's a real person. So when, as soon as he becomes that real to you, you, um, you develop the mind of, or you have the understanding of what he's doing and what he's not doing. You know, like somebody will say that God is always with us, which means that the Holy Spirit is always with, with us. But there are levels of intensity 
and levels. Like, like you can be with somebody. How many of you have been in the same house or perhaps even in the same room with someone and the person is not doing anything or saying anything? It doesn't mean that the person is not there. The person is there, but the person is not saying anything or doing anything. And how many of you have also been in the same room or same place with someone and the person is, is talking, but you are not paying attention? Or maybe not you, but you were talking to someone. And the, you know, you know, it's like, it's as if there's something. That is us. That is us with the Holy Spirit. It, it could be there. It could be there. Sometimes he's even trying to prompt. But maybe we are not even used to his voice or used to what he's saying. And then we just, you know, we flow without him. A lot of people do things without the Holy Spirit. Especially those who argue a lot. When you find yourself arguing a lot, you don't have the Holy Spirit. Yes. You argue about everything. Everything turns into an argument. You have to argue, you have to explain. When I say argument, what do I mean? A lot of explanations. Plenty explanations. Today has been like this. Plenty. We have to use illustrations. We have to ask you, for instance, if a log falls from a tree, then we have to say, okay, if the apple falls from the ground, we have to do to give complex illustrations. It's like it means that you are quite carnal. And you see, a lot of arguments which are opinions sound intelligent sounds intelligent but it's it's empty it's not, it doesn't make you spiritual intelligence is not the same as spirituality there are lots of intelligent folks did you hear that yeah intelligence doesn't mean that you are spiritual a lot of arguments. You see, you watch it when you've been told something more than once. You see, as soon as you hear an instruction, the same instruction for the second time, I want you to learn from today that means there's a problem. Aim to be told things once and be of quick understanding. Be of quick understanding. Let your understanding be quick. It means I let your understanding be alive. Apart from the speedy part, let, let it be alive. You can understand what is being said. You can understand what is being said. You can understand, you can see what is being said. It means you have the Holy Spirit. Quick understanding, verse. Hmm? Is she there? Yes. So, start from verse 2. Wow. It says that, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Then, jump to verse 3. And shall make him of quick understanding. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the spirit of the Lord that is resting upon him shall make him of Quick understanding. Sometimes you think that it's young people, or well, it's young people who are expected to be of quick understanding, and older people are supposed to be proud. 
with debates. So sometimes you see a young person full of debates, arguments, opinions. So you, you, you think the person sounds like a grown-up. But I'm trying to point out to you today, that person who's, who is 20, 19, 12, I don't know how old you are, 24, I don't know how old you are, 25, I don't know how old you are, 26, young person, but talks like a grown-up, talks like a grandmother. Or should I say grandfather? Okay, grand something. That person rather lacks the spirit. Verse 2 again. Take me to verse 2. Isaiah 11 verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Verse 3. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. When the spirit rests on you, you become of quick understanding. Do you have another um, English one that doesn't use the word quick? So that we can understand understanding. Yes. I'm very relaxed and happy here. Uh, no, we don't like it. We don't like it at all. And he will delight in what comes before he will delight in the fear of the Lord. No, we don't like this one too. Hey, darling. And he will delight. No, we don't like this one. We like King James. Take us back to King James. We understand. We all quick understand it. We understand this one. Yes. We like this one, isn't it? Yes. Yes, we like this one. Yes, we like this one. So I'm explaining to you, I'm explaining to you that when someone starts flowing in the anointing, you, 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 see, you see some things. You see some things practically, physically in the person's life that this person has started and has begun to flow in the anointing is becoming conscious and aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit. So he does things in a certain way, says things in a certain way, operates in a certain way, and and is very much aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit. You see, if you're a preacher, if you're a preacher or a minister, one of the things you will know is when the Holy Spirit is, is there and when he's not there. I mean, you will know it. You know it, unless, unless you're an actor. I mean, but you know, I mean, you know that, oh, this one, I mean, today, I mean, God is with you by faith. <laughs> Do you understand? You know that oh, God, God is with you by faith. But he's not there in a certain way. Yes. If you're a preacher, you know it. But you don't have to be a preacher before you know whether God is with you, God, whether the Holy Spirit is there or not. You don't have to be a preacher. As an ordinary Christian, that's what I'm talking to you about flowing in that anointing. You have to, one of the things you have to be desirous of and like is the presence of the person of the Holy Spirit. That he's there, he's speaking, he's mad because he has different manifestations, different ways. That, that's why you, you, you hear some, someone say that he's here. His presence is strong. He's flowing. You know, you, you, can't say, you can't say, you can't say, you see that you go to a service and the, the preacher will say that the Holy Spirit is moving here or God is here in the corner. I mean, you can't be sending God there. You can't say, God, I'm sending you here. 
And then God, it means God is not here. But what the person is saying, is saying is that we can, we can see a manifestation of God's presence in this area. And it's real. He manifests in different ways. So you can say, say those, all those here, all those up there, the fire, the fire of God is coming up. You can't tell God, God turn into fire and go and burn them up there. Turn into fire, God, go and burn all these people upstairs. Burn them. Give them some heat. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not about turning, but that is how, that is how we being human, that's how we can relate with him. And that's how he can relate with us. So sometimes he does come like fire. Like in the book of Acts, clothing tongues of fire. So there is a manifestation of God like fire. So you see that suddenly those upstairs will say, yes, I feel the heat of God. It says there's some warmth. There's something. It's like something is here. It's the, it, is, it is a real thing. It's not an imagination. But the understanding of it is that God is trying to relate with us. So how can he relate with us? Like as I'm talking to you, that what language can I speak? Assuming I speak eight other languages, which of them should I choose to talk to you? Because you might see me somewhere else speaking another, another language. Does it mean it's not me? It's me. But when I come to you, I have to speak in a language that you can relate with. Uh-huh. I think your clap is telling me that this is a point you've understood. <laughs> yeah. So that, 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 that's, that's us and the Holy Spirit. It's not that we can be sending God here, sending God there, but God is making an effort to relate with us, to touch our lives, to affect our lives, to do something for us, to help us. So when people, when people don't care about anything, don't care about the Holy Spirit, don't care about God, then you say you become very, very fleshy and carnal. That's what you see people doing all sorts of carnal things. They talk loosely, act loosely. You know, when it gets to the things of God and they try, even they try to be, to be godly, then they start acting. By you see someone speaking and say, the person loves God so much. But you can't match the person's lifestyle with what they are saying. That is a carnal person. That's a non-spiritual person. That's a non-spiritual person. When you can't match what the person is doing, how the person lives, conducts himself with what they say. When they are in a meeting or leading a meeting. Or even we are somewhere in there important. You know, some people know how to talk and say things when there are important people around. When they see when they see bishops and different things, then they get, I don't know whether they get excited and they say all kinds of things and that they even lie. Yeah, that they even lie. They say things that are not true. But it's almost like I have to give an impression. You know, because when you see an important person, not say important, I mean, an important person in the church, the mission, you feel that oh, this one likes to hear about 
church things, the Holy Spirit. So Saul says, okay, yes, I was also like this, and then this, and then I did this, and then this happened. And part of it could be true, but now you are lying. Yes, and those of us who know you, know it when you start lying. And you want to appeal to you not to lie. Be controlled by the Spirit and say, just say enough that is true and allow God to glorify his things. Yeah. Or, or what do you think? Yes. Don't try, don't try too hard. Don't try too hard. And make yourself into something that we, we, we don't even understand what you're saying, what you're talking about. Sometimes when you hear some of the brothers saying some, some of the things, testimony and things, they say as if there's a competition. Yes, as if there's a competition to say how bad they have been. So you hear somebody saying that, look, I killed seven people. I... Hey, wow. Yes. I killed seven. When I finished killing the, the eighth, when I killed, I actually killed eight and the eighth one came back to life. I mean, stop it. Stop it so you don't turn us into unbelievers. Because we are believers. Anyway, flow in the anointing. So, uh, I am introducing you and announcing you that we have to flow in the anointing. Operate in the anointing. Operate in the anointing. Operate in the anointing. Function. We have to see you at home, wherever you are. I mean, your quiet time. Quiet time is one of the one of the wonderful times when you can have a visitation and experience the presence of the Holy Spirit in a way, in a way that maybe you've not experienced before, or a way that you are even used to. Is it when when you even when you even get to know Him in a certain way, you even expect it, so you will know that it's like oh today He didn't come. It's like today He didn't come. It's like today he's not here. And then you'll be feeling sad. It's like today my friend didn't come. My friend is not around. My friend is not here today. I wish he was here. He didn't come. But when he comes, he has come. And that is when you don't even want your quiet time to end. Hmm. You see, I was, I was with Bishop once. And I was talking to this minister who used to work with um, Pastor Benny Hinn. He was explaining that look, the things we watch on the videos, they are real. He said, he said, look, there are times you can't stand on the stage. He said, it's like a river, it feels like a river is flowing on the stage. A river. It's like as you are there, suddenly it's like water is coming. That's what you say. People can't stand, people are falling. You feel the force. Something is moving. He said, he said, on the stage. On the stage, like the, the stage is the place where the action is. And he says, Sometimes there is nothing. So he was, and this is his report, this is his opinion. So he says, Sometimes he said, There's nothing, the river hasn't come, or the river is not coming. Then you say that Pastor Benny will be singing. He says, well, Sometimes you see this as if the service is like you'll be singing. So because you can tell that he's missing something and he wants something, that thing to come. And when it starts, ooh, as I was talking, I, I wish, I wish it could happen. 
I wish I could feel it. I wish I could be on the stage once for my feet to be in that water. How many of you would like to experience it? It's like a river flowing on the stage. You can see that there's power on the stage. Power on the stage. But is, is God a river? Well, it's not a river. But we can relate with rivers. So he has to come to us like a river because we can relate with river. Yes. Can relate with river. I'm just wondering, just out of curiosity, times that you clap means that what? You've just understood what I said. Okay. So when you're not clapping, it means you don't understand. Okay. John chapter 16. How many of you are interested in anointing? Or you want us to talk about something else? Okay. So we'll be talking about it. So in John chapter 16, so the first thing that I'm mentioning here today, I'm sure I'll just mention about two or three things. What it means to flow in the anointing. What it means to flow in the anointing. So in John 16 and verse 13, it says that, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. Number one, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, he sh- whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So number two, he will speak. And he will show you things to come. And the third thing I want you to see in this passage is that he will show you things. So, what does it mean to flow? In the anointing, the first thing is that flowing the anointing is the art of relating with the Holy Spirit as a real person. As a real person. So you see that a real person can guide you. A real person can guide you. You see, if you have the Holy Spirit, and I have the Holy Spirit. Either one of us does not. You see, when there's a conflict, that means that one of us hasn't got the Holy Spirit. Because if you have the Holy Spirit, and I have the Holy Spirit, and I'm talking to you, and advising you, and saying to you, not this way, that way. That way. There'll be no conflict. There'll be no conflict. You will say to me that this is an affirmation of what God has been telling you. That is what you say. Because, you see, he, he will guide you. You see, sometimes perhaps the only thing that we, we know or we want, we want to happen is that you are alone and then he's guiding, he's turning, turn left, turn right. But how many, of, how many of us have had turn left, turn right, go straight, climb, come down from the Holy Spirit? It's not a common thing. It's not, so practically, practically, you will see that as he's guiding, sometimes he will use someone. And God is not a fool. He will use someone that he expects you to listen to. He will 
never use a stranger. How many times has a donkey spoken in the Bible? How many times? And then, and then, what type of person did the donkey speak to? Yes. Uh, you understood this one. Okay. No problem. You can clap. You can clap. It's all right. It's all right. Yes. Yes. So those of us who want donkeys and horses and pigs to speak to us, my first question is, how often did it happen in the Bible? Then my second question would be, who did it happen to? Then my third question would be, what type of person is that person that could only, could only give in when a donkey speaks? So are you therefore going to wait for donkeys? You see, when people are not flowing in the anointing, they admit themselves into the school of hard knocks. <laughs> it's like they learn things, they learn things after they've been battered. But all along, the Holy Spirit has been trying to guide you and save you from the batterings and, and the wings and the wings outside there. So he gives you a guide, he provides a guide. Sometimes the guide you can have. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Are you sure you are listening to me? Sometimes the guide you can have is by looking at somebody in front of you or ahead of you. There are a lot of things you can learn by just watching someone's life. If you care to watch or you care to remember. Sometimes your mother's life or your father's life or your friend's life. Or an example that has been given. He is a guide. He is a guide. To lead you. To show you where to go and where not to go. He is a guide. He said that he will guide you. He will guide you into all truth. He will guide you so that you are not lost. When you are flowing in the anointing. What you receive is a guide. Like a blind person has a guide dog. Without the Holy Spirit, we are blind, eh? We can't see, we don't. It's not, it's not through discussions and debate. It's not through discussions and debate. Those things, you see, those things are even tiring and irritating to a spiritual person. We have to talk about one thing for a long time. It's like you are so you are so obsessed and incensed with your own opinion, which is nonsense. You can't listen. Mm. You see debates, arguments. Rejecting the guy that is coming. So that's what I'm saying. The day, the day you meet someone, the person is offering advice or something. That, that is good. Assuming what the person is saying is good for you. And you can't receive it. There's only, there's only two things. Either you lack the spirit or the person lacks the spirit. Because I think, I think more often than not or commonly, God will speak to you through people. There are options like donkeys, 
you know, walls, voices. I mean, there, there are options. But when we get into those options, you are approaching a bad case. And, and God really wants to be merciful. That's why he's, he's, making, he's making a donkey speak Hebrew. I mean, can you imagine you, 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 you're going on, on, I mean, if you go, go jogging yes. or for a walk. Yes, so on your jog in the morning, then you see people walking their dogs. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine as you are jogging, you are coming. What? What? Then, this German shepherd. That's this I said. said, God said I should tell you to stop. <laughs> and then the dog continues. I mean, even though God has shown mercy and used someone's German shepherd to speak, you should ask yourself in that moment, what type of person are you? What type of person are you? That it takes, it takes a stranger's dog to tell you what God is saying. Because as you are jogging, you are thinking about the issue that you don't want to stop. You say, oh, no, I won't stop. God, I believe it's God. Then suddenly the chairman says, it doesn't back. It doesn't back. It just stops. When he sees you pass, it just stops and sits. God said you should stop. <laughs> then continues walking. He's a real person. Therefore, he will offer One of the things you get from him is guidance. God will guide you. The Holy Spirit will guide you. He'll guide you. He'll guide you. He'll guide you about your church life. He'll guide you. Tell the Lord, be there. Be active. Be blessed. He'll guide you. He'll guide you on who to marry. Don't be going around applying for pretty faces. said once that can I, can I not say that I want a pretty face of course you can say you want a pretty face but what if the pretty face is a wizard <laughs> so listen to me before you get too excited so your priority is not on looks it's on what the Holy Spirit is providing before looks come in if you put looks before it's like you are putting the cart before the horse. As for looks, anything can look good. Anything, anybody can look good. I mean, people look good. I mean, who, who would you say is not, doesn't look nice? I mean, who? I mean, who, who doesn't look nice? Tell me who doesn't look nice. I'm waiting for you to tell me who doesn't look nice. Especially on a Sunday afternoon in First Love Church. All the good looking ones are here. (laughs) Or you know someone who doesn't look good. Even 
with the masks, you look okay. <laughs> he will guide you. And then the next thing with the, as we're talking about as a person, as a person, is that he shall not speak of himself. That means that they shall be speaking. He will speak to you. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. <laughs> Look at this verse. Are you ready for the verse? Are you there? Have you found it? Have you found the verse? You haven't found it? Why? You'll be speaking. You'll be speaking. You will speak. You can't find the verse. Okay. First John chapter 2. Verse 27. It says that by the anointing which you have received, the anointing which you have received of him, which is the Holy Spirit that you have received, abideth in you. May you be filled with the Spirit. You need to be filled with the Spirit. You have to be filled with the Spirit. Otherwise, you'll be filled with something else. So he said, the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. So when he starts speaking, he starts teaching. So he'll be teaching you you know when you don't have your quiet time, when you don't read your Bible, you miss out on a lot of Holy Spirit teachings. Yeah, you miss out on a lot of Holy Spirit teachings. And that's how when you meet somebody who has had his quiet time and has read the Bible and is led, then the person is talking, then there's conflict. Because you're on a different frequency. Because if the person has been taught and you have also been taught and you are fellowshipping, the fellowship is sweet. The fellowship is sweet. The sweet fellowship. The sweet fellowship. The sweet fellowship. Sweet fellowship. You will not be. You will not be. You will not be saying that. Oh, this my friend. He's too spiritual. Or he, he's a. He's a know it all. He feels he knows it all. You will not have such. You will rather enjoy the company of that person because you will discover that you have the same teacher. You have the same teacher. So there'll be a flow. There'll be a flow. There will be a flow. There are things when people say, I, I, I sometimes I, I wonder, what Bible do they read? 
Which Bible have you read? Abi? Why are you even talking this way? Why can't you? Why can't you forgive? And why are you even offended at correction? Preach it. Preach it. He will speak. He will speak. And when he speaks, when he's speaking, he's teaching. And he's the same anointed. Teaches you all things. Someone who has not been taught has not been taught. He has not been taught. No matter what you do, the person doesn't even know what you're talking about. That's why I keep referring to debates and arguments, debates and arguments, debates and arguments. And, and st- is it stirring up, stirring up issues? There are people who are good at stirring up issues. Something that's not a problem. It's, like it's, it's, not, it's not even a problem. The person is stirring up a problem. But it's not a problem. It's not an issue. Really? Oh, okay. Sorry. We change. We move on. But no. You can't just say we move on like that. We are not moving on. We are staying on. <laughs> Who is your teacher? Who is your teacher? What spirit, what anointing are you flowing in? The same anointing will be teaching you. When we meet, if I have been taught, and you've also been taught, when we meet, there will be fellowship. There will be sweet fellowship. I mean, there will be beautiful fellowship. Beautiful fellowship. Wonderful fellowship. We'll enjoy the company of each other more and more and more and more and more. It's different from, it's different from we studied the same course. That can also bring fellowship. Or we are in the same church. That can also bring fellowship. Or we are from the same country. That can also bring fellowship. I mean, when people meet people who are from the same country, they get excited. When you're in a place, you see, you see that someone is a Christian. Yeah. Then you get excited. Then you want to talk to the person. That can bring fellowship. But I'm showing you a higher form of fellowship, which is when you have the same teacher. That is the Holy Spirit. When the anointing is teaching both of you the same things, then there is sweet fellowship. Sweet. The fellowship is sweet. Because as the person is speaking, you like what the person is saying. You enjoy what the person is saying. You actually enjoy it. You enjoy it. You like it. You don't want the person to stop talking. You want the person to keep going on and on and on because you have the same teacher. The Holy Spirit is teaching and speaking. I mean, when you are listening to messages, it's one of the wonderful times that the Holy Spirit appears again. When you are listening to a message that has been preached, you will see that the Holy Spirit comes again. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you get that? Did you get that? That is for you. 
Did you get this? Did you get that? Then he starts explaining it. Sometimes you even wonder that. Were you even in that service? How come I missed this? How come I missed that? How come you missed that? You missed it because when it was happening, you were not hearing the teacher. So in another setting, when the teacher is present with you, when he's present with you, though it's a man that is speaking, the teacher, the Holy Spirit, takes over what you are hearing and begins to teach you. That's the time you ask yourself, how come I missed it? I was in the service. I was in that camp. I was in that camp. I was in the camp. Third row. I was sitting there, ready at 20. How come I didn't hear it? You didn't hear it because you were not flowing in the anointing there. Did not flow. So it can be pardoned. It can be forgiven. That's why we teach. Thank God for the teaching and the encouragement on soak in messages. Soak in messages. Thank God for that thing. God is an invitation for the Holy Spirit back into your life. But see, you really have to think of him as a person. Because I'm putting this message on. The person, the real person of the Holy Spirit is going to come. He's going to appear in this room. He's going to appear. And he's going to start explaining things to me. He's going to be explaining things to me. Right now, he'll be explaining things to me. You know, there are wonderful experiences that you have when the Holy Spirit appears. But this is not, we've not reached that point yet. To just, to start sharing testimonies of things that happen. I mean, where else? Where else will the Holy Spirit come? When you're watching pornography? How can he come there? How can he come there? Or when you're masturbating? How can he come there? Or when you're fornicating? What is he going to do there? Or when you're murmuring and complaining? Murmuring and complaining drives away the Holy Spirit. If you're a little sensitive to him, you will be, you'll be sensitive to topics that come on between you and your friends. You have to learn. You see, some of your closest friends, you have to learn. You know, because sometimes it's not, it's not polite to say to somebody that, look, Stop talking about this thing. Sometimes it's not nice, you know. It's just not nice. But I'll show you a strategy. Become non-responsive. Yes. Just go quiet. Don't contribute to that thing. Just go quiet. The person will change the topic. Unless the person is hardened. Then they will ask you, are you there? I am saying that. Because some of the some of the topics, it doesn't encourage the presence of the Holy Spirit. I mean, if you know what I'm talking about, yes. Those are even some of the texts you send. Some of the texts, it doesn't. I mean, it's like, come on, what are you saying? What are you even saying? What are you even saying? Where did you get this thing from? Why are you complaining? 
Is it first love? We are happy bunnies. Can you see that we are happy bunnies? We are happy bunnies. There's no problem. There's no problem. There's nothing like this favor. This is favoring this one. This doesn't favor this one. Why is this thing? There's nothing like we are. We we are what? HBs. Happy bunnies. Happy bunnies. Happy bunnies. Free, free like birds in the air. No problem. No problem. Nothing is a problem. Is it? Don't start making things a problem. Sometimes age causes it, not facts. Yes. Oh yes. I don't know. You may not. You may not like it, but it's true. It's true. It's but it's, it's true. Age has a way of making you cool. And you start and you start correcting things instead of encouraging things. You start correcting things. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Your skirt is too short. Your this is like this. Your this place is like that. Your this is this. Your that is that. You know. It's like now, now you are becoming an auntie and an uncle. Why didn't you do this? Why is this one do do this? Why is this do 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 do? Why is that do 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 that? that? Why are you? Are you my mother? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes age or experiences in life makes you makes you lose the Holy Spirit, and then you start forming opinions based on experience. So why don't they do this? Why did they do this? You did see the girl standing in the dancing star? Why they all wearing white trousers? Why did she come with uh, blue socks? <laughs> How did you even see the blue socks? How did you see the blue socks? How did you see the blue socks? I said, we are happy. What? Panis. Panis. Be sad, don't be stressed. May every stress be taken away. Yes. Happy what? somebody's garden and I received instruction how do you think that happens sometimes you can attend someone you can attend someone's wedding and receive instructions oh yes oh yes unless you banish the teacher and say to the teacher that don't come to the wedding with me or don't come here with me or don't go here with me 
Because he's everywhere in different places giving instructions and teaching. That's why you'll be there. You'll be there. Even as officiating minister, I'll be officiating a wedding. And I'll be receiving instruction. So, it's like there are so many things to learn and to see. So many things to learn and, and to see. Instructions. 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 You see things. You hear things. Oh. You look at myself as if, as if Bishop, Bishop, what, what, what do you see? <laughs> a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things. Yesterday we had two weddings here. Two different weddings here. Yes. In one, during one of the weddings, at the point, I, I think I even lost track of myself. I had to actually tell myself that, where am I? What, what's happening here? They said, um, yes. So I'll say to you yes. But things were flooding into my head, which I am sure was the Holy Spirit. The thoughts that were coming, the thoughts. It's the Holy Spirit. The scripture says that he will bring us to remembrance. Is not the person who will remind you about something. Yes. He will remind you. He will remind you by the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Yes. Your reminder is not your iPhone. Yes. He will remind you. All things, he will remind you. Look, he's a real person. See, some of us have, have devalued and downplayed the thoughts that occur to us. But some of the things that come to mind, it is he, your teacher. It is he, the teacher, that is causing you to remember some things and reminding you about some things. So he will speak. And I'm establishing that when he's speaking, he's teaching. He'll be explaining things. He's saying, do this. Be like this. Don't do it this way. Do this. If you're about to do something, about to say something, and then you feel like something says, no, don't do it. Or don't say. Or don't go. How many of you? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is it? You have to learn, you have to learn to obey some of those things so that you become more comfortable with the anointing and to flow with the Holy Spirit. You have to to learn to be non-resistant to those things. The more you obey, the more you yield to those things, the more you get used to the Holy Spirit. You get used to the Holy Spirit. Again, I'm also not saying that the Holy Spirit said I should eat. The Holy Spirit said I shouldn't have my bath. The Holy Spirit said I should go to bed. Now, now we are developing another type of problem. You will never have that type of problem. There are some things called common sense. God gave it to us. God also gave us common sense. Yes. Holy Spirit, can, can I eat? No. Nah, you are going to spook us. You know, we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be worried about you. We'll be worried about you. We'll be quite worried. That what's, what's going on here? What, what's happening? But there are some things he'll teach and he'll say. 
beef it up. You recognize the Holy Spirit as the source of your thoughts and ideas. I just mentioned that to you, isn't it? So that's a real person. The thoughts and ideas that you see. Now, the next thing about the real person is that what can you do with a real person? You can talk to a real person. You can talk to a real person. You can listen to a real person. Mm. You can say good morning to a real person. Pastor Ben Hinn wrote a book, Good Morning Holy Spirit. If you've never read, if you've never read it, 17.5% of your life is gone. VAT. Is VAT still 17.5? It's 20% now. Okay, so 20% VAT. You have to read that book. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. There are books you must read. So you can speak. You can speak to a real person. You can ask them. You can actually ask the Holy Spirit questions. Sometimes you hear somebody say that, and I ask God this, I ask God this, and God said that. How many of you have heard men of God talking like that? Men of God. Yes. Once I heard somebody saying that, you know, he said, and I, I, I was walking through the corridors of eternity. <laughs> and, uh, no, I mean, I mean, these, I mean, these, these languages, they are nice. They are nice. I despise it. I was walking through the corridors of eternity. And then, and then he said, and I was buying into the mind of God. And then he said, and God, and God said to me, son, no, I find it cute. It's very, really nice. It's nice when you know it's like, <laughs> you know, as you move through the corridors of eternity and you are buying into the mind of God. And then God says to you, Son, <laughs> you've got to do this. It's nice. You see, what the, what the person is actually saying is that the Holy Spirit prompted him or guided him or spoke to him to do this. That's what he's saying. What he's saying is true. It's true that he was speaking. He was speaking to God or was asking the Holy Spirit what to do about some things. What should he do? Where should he go? But he has to go through the corridors of eternity. And then you buy into the mind of God. And then God will say, Son, do this. May God speak to you. Yes. Yes. May God speak to you. Not just the voice of your friends. But may God speak to you. If only you could have have heard from God or heard from the Holy Spirit and and obeyed what he was saying. You'd have been saved from many embarrassing situations. True or correct? Yes. You'd have been saved. But when you are destitute of the Spirit bereft of the spirit that you can't hear son or daughter <laughs> you don't hear any of these things you only hear yourself if you are macho you are doing it 
That's all you hear. You are doing, you are doing your own thing. Yeah. You are doing your own thing. Yeah. But you should be able to hear God say, Son, stop it. Or son, go ahead. Yes. The pastor preached a message once. The title was, He Called Me Son. <laughs> he called me son. You know, there are beautiful messages that they really refresh it and blesses your, your soul. You just use it for happiness. He called me son. Yeah, he called me son. If I start sharing the verse that he, he used to preach that message, we will not finish the service. So I need to go on. I was telling you that you can speak with the Holy Spirit. You can say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good afternoon, Holy Spirit. Good evening, Holy Spirit. You can, ask, you can ask the Holy Spirit for things. You can ask him for things. You can ask him for things. I prefer to pray before preaching than to read or to look for scriptures. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't like that. I'm looking for verse, looking for a point here. No, I'd rather pray because I'd rather want to hear him speak and say something than looking for the letter. I prefer the spirit to the letter. Yes. Yes, for him to face his son. Yes. Instead of right to the point when you are introduced, you are looking for a verse. I like to abandon myself into his hands. As I'm going, I'll say, hey, Holy Spirit, we are going, you know. We are going. You have to speak. You have to show me the verses, where the verses are, where the things are. You have to, you have to guide me. The points are there, but you have to guide me. I need you to guide me. Please guide me as we are going. My greatest, my greatest fear and concern will be, will God be with me or not? That will be my greatest concern and fear. That will God be there? Will the Holy Spirit be there? Will it work? Is he coming? It's like, is he coming? Is he coming or not? Because what if I go and stand there and he's still sitting here watching me? What would I do? (laughs) So, it's the source of your thoughts and ideas. Make the Holy Spirit the source of your thoughts and your ideas. May you hear him. I said, he will remind you. Do you remember? He will remember. He will remind you. He will bring things to your remembrance. You remember things. You remember counsel you've been given. You remember verses you have read. You remember messages you've been taught. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the Lord. It is Him. When you remember, it is Him. He is the one speaking to you. He is the one reminding you that you said you you said you go on missions. He's the one reminding you. He's the one reminding you saying that you, you said you love God. You really said you love God. He's the one reminding you. Yeah. He's the one who will tell you. Do you remember? Do you remember the offering you gave and you said, use me, Lord. Lord, I'm sowing a seed so that you will use me. So you will cause me to stand in your presence. He will remind you that. Do you remember that offering? This is it. This is it. Are you preparing to flow in the anointing? I wish I could give you one more point, but it's time. 
So, <laughs> so I think we can, we can stay with he's a real person. He's a real person. And then we continue next Sunday. So he's a real person. It's, it's good enough. We said a lot and learned a lot, isn't it? Maria, isn't it? Yes, we said a lot, learned a lot. But you need the Holy Spirit as a real person. Then all the things that real, a real person would do, he would do it for you. He would do it for you. He do. It. He can. He can tell you to stop doing so. He can tell you to stop. Just as, just as your friend can tell you don't do this, and you either choose to ignore your friend or you would listen to your friend. That's what your friend will say. No, let's let's not do it. Let's not do it. Let's not go there. Let's not do it. And you say, Oh no, what? I mean, so that's our attitude towards the Holy Spirit. He'll be saying, Calm down. They say, Oh, Paddy, I've got to sort this thing out. Then afterwards, you discover that you should have listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You should have listened. And then sometimes it's also saying, do something that you never do. And then you miss your season. You miss your season and your time. I pray you be of quick understanding. I pray you be of quick understanding. I pray you be lovers, lovers, lovers of the Holy Spirit. Lovers of the anointed. People who want to constantly walk and operate as anointed people. Being led by the Spirit. May he be with you. May he be with you. May he walk with you. May he talk to you. May the Holy Spirit be with you. And may he walk with you. And may he talk to you. And may you learn how to talk to him. How to talk to him. How to talk to him. May you know that the Holy Spirit is speaking. He's saying, do something. Do something. Do something. Do something. Do something. Do something. You know, I used to have all nights. Virtually every day. All night, every day, I mean. It was not even a problem by the grace of God. And I remember one day I was praying. I was a single brother. I mean, I didn't have, I didn't have anybody. Even for consideration. Yes. So I was praying, but I was at the all night, in the middle of the night I was praying. And voice I heard was like, sort this thing out. And I was wondering, sort what out? It's like, sort this. It's like, get a beloved and move on from there. Then, I saw myself in a vision. I was standing in tall grass. The grass was about this high. On a huge field. He said, this is your life. If you don't make a path for yourself now. So in other words, cut through the grass and make a way. You know the scripture says, make straight paths for your feet. To cut your way through and make a path for yourself. And save yourself. Whatever save yourself from, I don't know. But I think if you are serious in the ministry, one of the things you do is that you get a beloved. You get a beloved early. And settle down. Because that thing can bring a lot of confusion into your life. Confusion and a mess. And God wants to use you. 
By the time pastor, Mr. Pastor Man of God, you stand behind the pulpit to preach, there are 17 girls there that you've broken their hearts. And some you have tasted. And you are coming, and you are coming to do, receive it. You will see five of them looking at you. Receive what? Receive what? We should receive your thing again. Your thing. We have had enough of it. to you to tell that look do something about this thing before you destroy your life <laughs> yes yes I must have married about five years after that I didn't sleep with my beloved before I married her I'm not a sleeper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that, I'm, not that I'm boasting, but it's the truth. I mean, I can't lie. I can't lie that, yes, I was fornicating before. There's, there's, not, there's nothing like that. I can't say another story, which, which is different from what it is. Neither am I saying that if you have done it, it means that God can use you. He can use you, but you have to repent. Yes. Make a U-turn, make a U-turn on that lifestyle and allow God to work through you and use you properly. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. He must be speaking to you. He must be telling you something. Because you're playing around. You don't want to, you see, you don't want to settle down. Because you see the church, and when you look at the church, there are a lot of nice sisters. Hey! Brothers, and they, will, they will forever be nice sisters in the church. Because of you, God is not going to change all of them to, uh, to what? Ugly stepsisters. No. They will always be pretty and beautiful. You just have to choose one and move on. You can't have all. When you go to the shop, don't you see a lot of bread there? How many can you eat? You just take one and you go home. That's how it is. And when you are going home, you don't look back and say, hmm, can I have, I mean, I wish I could take all this bread. No. That's how it is. She says they are nice. They will always be nice. You just have to take one. Just take one like that. And do the honorable thing. Bring them to the altar. Come and let's have fun. And bless it. And then it's finished. God really wants to use you. He really wants to work through you. I just hope that the day you stand here. And you say. Shall we pray? You, you can't you can't buy your head because you've seen somebody. You see, one day I'm clo- I'm close enough. I'm close enough. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> it was right. It was right here in this hall. 
right in this hall. First service Sunday, Sunday morning. And I was sitting here, somewhere here, in this gap. Then there was no social distancing. So there were chairs. So I was sitting here. And my pastor, who was moderating the service, now it's time for offering. And as he was talking, taking offering, I've never seen anybody about to take offering. And he's talking about our sins are forgiven. I'm a new man. All things are passed away. So I, I remember I was sitting here. So I looked at him. I, I, said, I said to myself, what is happening to this guy? What is happening to him? I mean, to take offerings. He's saying that. Uh, what is the verse? Uh, uh, if any man be in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Aha. He kept saying he's a new creature. Then his next thing was, all things are passed away. And I'm wondering, offerings, how do you give offerings based on this one? And he talked about he talked to him at, at a point. He just said, he just said, okay, let's give our offerings. Father, bless our offerings. Then he ran, he ran, and he came to sit right here, the chair behind me. Someone who was supposed to be sitting next to me. He came behind me and he said, he said, I think then I was called Reverend. He said, he said, Rev, 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 she's here, she's here. I said, so So I said to him, I said to him, calm down. Who is here? We've never had a discussion about anybody. Who is here? He said, no, 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 no. She's here, she's here, she's here. She's sitting, she's sitting there, she said, I said, who? And then he didn't even say his ex. He said, one of my exes. <laughs> I said, so I, I said, so what is the problem? Did you invite? He said, no, 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 no. I was expecting, I don't know who has invited. I don't know why she's here today. So I just, I just said, which one, which one? So he, he showed me three rows behind us. On the left, there's, she's there, okay? I said, no problem. No problem, we'll handle it. No problem, we'll solve it. <laughs> so you can imagine when I stood there to preach, I said, let us pray. Then I took my eyes and I said, ah, there she is. <laughs> there she is. She's come to church today. <laughs> she gave her life to Christ. <laughs> she came to the front to give her life to Christ, yes. But, but he was praying that she would stay in the church. <laughs> Look, my pastor didn't want that girl in the church at all. At all. So you see, what I'm telling you now, it's very important. It's just to take offering. He's quoting 2 Corinthians 5.17. Who thinks I passed away? Look, today what person you are looking at, I'm a man of God. I'm not the old man that you knew. I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. It's true, you're a man of God, but if you had listened to the Holy Spirit, you wouldn't be fighting to be recognized and to be acknowledged. May God save you from every evil and every wickedness of sin. Stand to your feet, let's pray and close off.
Wow. You want to pray for the Holy Spirit? I think it's a good thing to pray for. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray to God to give you the Holy Spirit. That you have more of the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy Spirit. More of him. Pray. Pray that you have him. Pray that he'll be real to you. And then also talk to him. Talk to him for guidance. Maybe you want to do something tomorrow you're not sure of. This is the time to ask him. Ask him about what the things you want to do tomorrow. The things you've planned to do after the service. Ask him about it. Should I go? Should I not go? Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I take this decision? Should I not take that decision? Ask him. Ask him. Ask him to help you and to guide you. Ask him to help you and to guide you. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Ask him about the ministry. Ask him about the ministry. Talk to him about the ministry. The ministry. The ministry. Pray to him. He'll guide you. He'll guide you about it. He'll guide you concerning it. Talk to him about it. Talk to him about it. Talk to him about it. Pray to him about that, beloved. Pray to him about it. Ask him about it. He will guide you. He will guide you. Whether it's a good thing or something that will destroy you. Pray to him. Ask him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. This afternoon, we are asking for more of him. More of him in our lives. We want to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. We want to be blessed by the Holy Spirit. We want to be guided by the Holy Spirit. We want to be taught by the Holy Spirit. We want to be reminded by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. I give you praise. And I give you thanks. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lead us, Holy Spirit. Lead us, guide us. Save us from trouble. Save us from difficulty. Give us direction. Give us light. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands and say thank you to God. Thank him for the Holy Spirit. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just say thank you. Just say thank you. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Holy Spirit, you are real. 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 You're real. You're real to us. Real to us. Real to us. Real to us. In Jesus' name. Now I want to pray for you while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. I want to pray for you. If you're here, someone invited you. Or you've been going to church. Or even during this pandemic, you've backslidden. You want to rededicate yourself to God. Or you are here, new. 
He will say, the pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. I need Jesus in my life. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I want to go to heaven. I want to be a child of God. Pastor, please pray with me. If you're here like that, I'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. God bless you. As you lift up your hand, I want you to also very quickly come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seats. If you have your hand lifted up, you want to give your life to Jesus, come. Come from wherever you are. Come. Yes, come all the way. I shall help them to come. There is room Yes, softly. Come. There is room Come to Jesus. Jesus is calling. Jesus is drawing you. Come. Come. You feel like coming. Causing the feeling and staring at you. Come, come, come to Jesus. Come to Him. Yes, come. Come to Him. Yes. It's the Holy Spirit that is drawing you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're coming to Jesus. everybody, especially those in the front and let's say this prayer together especially those of you in the front say after me say Heavenly Father I am a sinner please forgive me of all my sins I believe in Jesus say it again, I believe in Jesus I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose up on the third day say heavenly father please wash me with the blood of Jesus now say Lord Jesus please come into my heart please come into my life be my Lord and be my master say thank you father for accepting me and for making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for all these wonderful ones. Keep them. Protect them. May they stay in Christ. May they remain in Christ. May they serve Christ. For the rest of their lives. Lord. Cursed be any oppression. That shall take them out of the faith. Test me that activity in Jesus' name, oh God. Thank you, Lord, that they are established in you. In Jesus' name.
Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. We have some gifts for you. Congratulations to you all. Some gifts to you for you to receive. So receive the gift. God bless you. It's a free gift for you. It's a book. Read it. Be blessed by it. And you will be well. God bless you. Please, you may go back to your seats. God bless you. Clap for them. Okay. What do we normally do after this? Communion, communion, communion. Take your seats and we'll receive communion, okay? Wow. I've been receiving communion online. I don't have communion. Nobody gave me communion. God a little bit before you receive the communion. Talk to him, pray. He will heal your body. Bless your life as you receive it. So pray. Pray a little bit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for help. Thank you for your blessing. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you for mercy. Thank you for the body of Christ. I declare every bread is the body of Christ. Thank you for strength and for healing and for grace that comes to us as we receive this. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ. Eat it. is called the cup of blessing the precious blood of Jesus drink blessings and may every curse be eliminated from your life may be displaced may a blessing come into you and come upon you and may you live a blessed life the blood of Jesus the precious blood of Jesus drink it Stand to your feet and let's thank God. Father, thank you. Thank you for the blessing of the communion. We receive it with 
gratitude. Thanking you. We can't stop thanking you. Thanking you, oh God. Thanking you that we have life. We have faith. We are in church. You have blessed us, Lord. Thank you for this blessing. Thank you for this blessing. May it keep us throughout the week. May it keep us throughout the month. May it keep us throughout the year. And may it keep us, may this blood answer for us. As the years come on, Lord, may this blood speak on our behalf. May it answer every question the enemy will bring against us. Lord, let the blood speak for us. Let the blood answer. In whatever situation, in whatever circumstance, Father, I pray, let the blood of Jesus speak on our behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. The enemy will not have you. The blood shall be your protection. It will answer for you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.